0: The Shishkin Productions Podcast. Welcome to the 15th transmission of the All Ships podcast. I'm your host Dave Krugman, and today I'm bringing you an interesting conversation with Rish Lotlikar, co-founder and CEO of Superworld. Quoting from their website, Superworld is a virtual world where users can buy, sell, collect, and curate over 64 billion unique plots of virtual land. The SuperWorld virtual real estate platform is mapped over the entire surface of the globe, allowing users to purchase, literally, any place on earth. From skyscrapers and stadiums to historical monuments and iconic structures, including wonders of the natural world, when you step into SuperWorld, you'll truly make a world of your own. I find this to be such an exciting area for discussion with all sorts of implications for creatives, and it opens up a tremendous amount of new ways for artists to interact with technology. On a live Twitter Spaces, We spoke about all this potential, NFTs, gaming, education, travel, and so much more. Let's dive in. year. I'm Braxton. I'm Tia. I'm Lauren. I'm Chris. And we're bringing you the group text podcast. We are four black cousins texting all day, every day about everything going on from the streets to the tweets. And, you know, we're bringing the group text to the podcast world. Yep. Talking about why America is trash, but also why you should have hope. We're recapping everything pop culture, current events, and what's viral this week. And even hitting you with some life advice,
1: like when you should knock if they buck.
0: Yep, and we'll be keeping score, seeing if city boys or city girls are up. City girls are always up. City girls make them wish like Ray J. <laughs> the Group Text Podcast brought to you by the Shishkin Productions Network. Join our group text every Friday wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome everybody. I'm here with Rish. Uh, the co-founder and CEO of of Superworld. And uh, you can, you know, tap in on their profile to see uh, more about the context and, and what they're up to. But if this is a conversation I've been really excited about because I think that you guys are really on the, the bleeding edge of of what's possible in digital spaces and at the kind of intersection of of digital and and real and it's that's something that's really appealing to me even more appealing than than fully virtual worlds because i think that personally like i love the idea of augmenting reality more than i like the idea of escaping reality so i don't know if you want to introduce the project to the listeners um, in your own words but I, i would love to hear how you describe what you guys are building
1: yeah sure. thanks again uh, for having me again and it's a pleasure to be here and and uh, talk to your audience but you know as a as a high level uh background on superworld you know uh what what inspired us about superworld uh, when we started it uh about four years ago or so uh was that Pokemon Go had come out. And I'd gotten together with my co-founder, Max Woon. And we thought, you know, um, what if, you know, if we can't build the next Pokemon Go, what if we could build a place, a world where anyone is empowered to build anything that they're passionate about, right? Um, You know, uh, there's people that aren't into Pokemon Go, but maybe they're into fashion or music or art or science or education or travel or, you know, there's so many things that... Everyone loves in their life. And really, we our mission was how do we build a virtual world that enables anyone, empowers anyone to create, discover, and monetize anything anywhere. Um, and so in Superworld, you know, regardless of, you know, where I come, if I'm in New York or London or Paris or Tokyo, anywhere in the world, you could say to me, Rish why don't you check out my world and I could walk around and you've left me things. You've left me, you know, uh, all kinds of content. You could leave me a hologram of yourself somewhere, totally interactive. I can talk to you. You've left photos and videos in different places. You've left messages at your favorite restaurants about what I should eat and drink. You've left NFTs for me to discover and buy and share and sell. Um, essentially you've personalized the real world, in augmented reality and brands can do the same thing and there's an infinite number of filters on the real world and so the first part of the super world analogy is 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 an analogy that I, I call pokemon go which is the analogy for adding digital information to the real world the second part of the super world analogy is foursquare which is an analogy for data the data analogy side of it you know if there's an infinite number of virtual worlds possible There's lots of data, and so on the data side, we believe in permissioned use of data, data integrity, uh, you know, sovereignty of data. We we basically want our users, our super citizens, to earn crypto uh, from their data monetization and their usage of the platform, and then additionally, you know, our big why at Superworld is how can we leverage these technologies: AR, VR, blockchain, AI. Uh, to not only enable anyone to, you know, create a world, as I mentioned earlier, but how do we take all that user activity, take all the benefits of, of utilizing these technologies, covering the surface of the earth to benefit the physical world and increase, you know, positive action in the real world. That's a, that's a real opportunity for us. And so that's kind of our why. And then the third part of the analogy is monopoly. We've divided the surface of the earth into 64 billion virtual blocks. Each block is a unique digital asset. When you buy a block, you get a share of any of the economics that happen there, advertising, e-commerce, digital commerce, data, analytics, gaming, anything that results in revenue. And so if you buy real estate in Superworld, you become a key stakeholder on the platform, you own the platform, we're structured as NFTs, and then again, on top of SuperWorld, we're building out applications. We have a mobile app, which is an open beta. We're, we're heads down working on that right now. Uh, we just got the guy who did the Travis Scott concert in Fortnite. He's on our team now building out, helping to build out that mobile app. We're, we've just launched an NFT marketplace in open beta uh, very recently. And um, that uh, enables anyone to create digital assets out of content and then we're moving into tokenization in Q4 and we're moving into decentralized finance as well. So again, virtual world mapped on top of the real world and the why is how do we build a better world.
0: Incredible. Um just the scale and ambition of the idea is is so brilliant. It's it's truly um science fiction come to life. Like you know, I've been reading about these ideas, you know, uh my whole life growing up and and reading like even I can think of like Asimov books that referenced overlays like this. And it's exciting to live in a time where this stuff is actually possible. Um, One of the things I wanted to talk about is like the difference between AR and VR. And, you know, I think that with you know Oculus and and there's this huge push for VR worlds and like remote meetings and and all that stuff but what really what i love about AR is that yeah it is this kind of like infinitely layerable um system that you can that kind of is mapped to to reality like 1 to 1 and so when you think about AR versus VR what, what what's the why is AR like the, the direction you guys went as opposed to building like a, a a virtual world that has more like infinite space. Like why? Why a one of one mapped world that is mapped to reality?
1: Well, so again, uh, to be clear, in Superworld, you know, we call it AR because we are mapped on top of the real world, as you said. And you know, on the real estate side, if you buy a plot of land, there's only a finite amount of land available um because we cover the surface of the earth and we've divided the earth into 64 billion blocks so again on the real estate side it is finite um but to be clear on the creation side it's infinite so even on the AR side you know there's an infinite number of filters you could look at my world your world brand's world you could have multiple filters you know for yourself for your business for your passions whatever you want and and then additional to that you know, It's not just AR necessarily, meaning adding digital content to your surroundings, but you can also go into totally VR settings. So uh, as a portal uh, in, in AR going into a totally simulated environment and or in Oculus Quest 2 or other VR headsets, that's coming. So again, in terms of the vision, uh superworld is characterized as ar but in fact you could you know do ar vr xr you know mr experiences
0: that's that's incredible um, just a, a note about like the technology side of this a lot of us actually you know our realities are already augmented in many ways and you know the way that most of us access that aug- augmentation is through through screens and through phones how far do you think we are from having a much more integrated experience to explore worlds like the ones you're building?
1: in In terms of Superworld and the way we think about access, um, you know, we are cross platform, hardware agnostic, software agnostic, blockchain agnostic, right? And and so you know, we want to be uh, available anywhere our customers want to access Superworld. So currently we're on mobile, on iPhone and Android, we're on the web. Uh, but you know, again, this this content, uh, if it's audio content as an example, could be accessed, you know, from your earbuds or you know, the new Ray-Ban Facebook classes that have come out, or Bose audio headsets, the future, you know, XR glasses that will come out, uh VR headsets. Uh, haptic suits. Um, again, we, we want to be hardware uh, agnostic. Um, and, you know, again, the decision making and prioritization on, you know, where we launch and, you know, development and priorities around that um are really based on you know what what is the critical mass of hardware out in the market and there's three and a half billion mobile phones that are ar enabled right now and you know soon to be six billion mobile phones that are ar enabled so that was clearly you know the reason why we started with ar actually addressing your previous question as well um as opposed to going to vr i i've you know my previous company is a is a vr studio as well in hollywood and um, VR though is, you know, increasing pretty dramatically. Um, there's still a, you know, a, a, a much smaller number of VR headsets in the market in the millions versus the billions as it comes to mobile phones. Um, but again, all of those things across VR or mobile or headsets or audio. Um, all of these things are increasing pretty rapidly. The cost uh, price points are, are are coming down pretty dramatically as well. Um, I think the the big technology companies that are producing hardware uh, on the mobile phone side are realizing that there's a huge opportunity to for all of us to move to the glasses form factor, and so you know you, you're, we're seeing a lot of. Uh, investment and and announcements, and those are those are coming out very soon.
0: It's so exciting. I, I for one, am ready for my contact lenses <laughs> where I can see holograms in, floating in front of me. Um, one one really cool thing about digital spaces in general, and I, I use this analogy a lot when I talk about social media and and everything that's happening with nfts and screens and all that stuff is that you really every screen is really kind of like this infinitely refreshing portal into this kind of metaverse dimension. And what that does is it actually creates a tremendous amount of space for artists in a way that, you know, coming from more traditional art worlds, like there's a limited amount of galleries, you know, there's a limited amount of publications. There's, it's always been a finite kind of space. And what excites me about these technology layers is how much space it blows open for different kinds of digital artists and artists of all variety. So, Let's talk a bit about Superworld and maybe some of the creative uses that like artists have found for these types of technologies. Do you have any examples, either um, you know, ways you expect artists to use these platforms or ways that they already have uh, used these technologies to do things that uh, they weren't enabled to do prior?
1: Yeah, you know, so again, uh, we're really focused on the NFT market in terms of our preliminary features um, that enable artists to, you know, very soon uh, seamlessly share NFTs into 3D, you know, locations around them in AR, uh, in real world locations. Um, and I, and we've, we already see that happening, uh, TechMental on, on the call and, you know, others here as well. Um, are, are really kind of paving the way uh, in terms of you know creating art and sharing that art um, in innovative ways to their audiences and so again I think that the ability to um, take any part of the world and make that your palette and make that your art show or your gallery um, is already here and, and that that's already happening and and even in our open beta, um, we're seeing the interest around doing that. Um, so I, I think that that's kind of cool. So you don't have to you know, be officially at Art Basel. You could you know, utilize SuperWorld to put your art around Miami during Art Basel in the best places. And you know, essentially just tell your fans that they just need to download the app, SuperWorld app, or go to our map and they can buy NFTs of your art anywhere where the best art or the most established artists who might just have relationships are able to kind of show their art. But you, you know, as an artist who, um, you know, m- might choose to not go that route or, or you know, again, um, maybe someone who's more independent can do the same thing and be right in the gallery. And so that's that's pretty amazing. And then I also see, you know, the, the, the type of Um, complexity of art and expression and storytelling um, also being further leveraged by these technologies, whether we're talking about generative art, um, whether we're talking about, um, you know, interactive uh, art experiences, um, whether we're talking about um, the ways of creating art, um, that is, uh, you know, I guess pushing the the borders of the mediums that we currently operating in. Whether it's you know creating a art that's a game or a, a piece of art that um, is is a is a puzzle or a scavenger hunt or you know um, really kind of uh, takes you into another world or dimension. Um, you know, the beauty of this is anything is possible. And I think what we're going to see is artists who've always um you know, taken us to places and and shown us and expressed themselves in revolutionary ways to have this ability and medium to do that. So I'm very excited about what's coming. it's 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 amazing,
0: yeah. and I, I love the way you speak about that because so much of the most interesting art, Um, is is kind of emergent and like we don't even know what how people will use these tools but we do know that they'll use them in really novel and interesting ways and like I I would love like you know if I could do as an artist you know I do a lot of street photography here in New York City and if I could basically like have a living gallery that just sits in the city you know like even because like a lot of street photography is like you're pinning you're kind of like freezing moments in time at certain locations and if you could go to that location and and look through the app and see that image i made like you know two weeks before on that same street corner like the fact that my gallery could just be woven into the fabric of the city like that is something that really really excites me um you also mentioned something really interesting um about gaming potential um and not just the monopoly metaphor but just in, in general like one of the things growing up that i was always fascinated by in science fiction was in uh, star wars a new hope when they're playing like hologram chess on the millennium falcon um and that's always been a dream of mine to be able to like you know sit at a table and then there's a like, the holographic chess game in front of me uh are there gaming applications um already being kind of worked on in these in these layers as well and and do you have any of those that you're excited about or or even just think about potentially happening
1: yeah, yeah. So again, I, I I love that scene as well and I definitely uh um you know, always have, have been fascinated by being able to 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 play a game on on you know, my coffee table um you know, mirroring <laughs> that movie. So I, I definitely uh uh you know, I think we all kind of take inspiration from from movies and you know, science fiction. Um, And, you know, again, as I said, the the progenitor of the vision behind Superworld, you know, comes from Pokemon Go and, you know, our experiences around that, as well as, you know, my previous experience um, doing a a Hollywood studio across film, television, gaming, and interactive entertainment. And so, you know, the origins of of my co-founder, Max, he did X-Fire, which is a a gaming communications platform, which is acquired by Viacom. By so he, you know, also has a strong gaming background. And so, gaming is, is at the heart of, you know, not only our backgrounds, um, I think, some of our interests, um, but also is a is a way that a lot of these technologies often make a really big impact. In that, gamers are very very often first movers into into these spaces. Um, whether we're talking crypto or uh NFTs or ARVR. Um, and so uh, you know, I, I think as we think of the possibilities of creating games in Superworld, um, the proxy for that uh you know type experience is a is a location-based kind of you know first person um experience, um, a group type experience. Um in augmented reality, kind of you know again, mirroring the both aspects of of what Pokemon Go kind of represented, um, as well as um, the ability to uh, you know, play other games that potentially go you know totally virtual. Um, so you you kind of have the AR, you have the MR, and then you have the completely VR experience of, of creating. Um, any, any type of game because you again, you're in a totally virtual environment. And so we see that already. I mean just in, in terms of um, what's possible. Um, we've, we've kind of played around with um, different versions of like a basketball uh, hoop or you know pool table. and those are just just small kind of uh, test scenarios. Um, but you know expanding upon that, um there's you know full kind of uh, uh location based gaming possibilities that we can integrate with um we have a couple of uh, announcements that'll be made with some well known nft games um and you know again we're we're trying to integrate you know our our goal here in terms of gaming or anything we're doing is trying to integrate how can we take the virtual and gamify uh, the physical world, the physical interactions. And that, I think that's, you know, to your question, probably the, one of the most interesting use cases is how can I, you know, gamify and, you know, provide incentives for, um, for and from things you do in the real world.
0: Yeah, that's fascinating. I'm thinking of like, if I could just play like pong like in 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 the city and like use the buildings around me to like bounce the ball off towards my opponent and just like there's so many interesting applications of when you can add these layers to the world i'm also yeah mixed reality but also like i was thinking about like uh mixed reality filters that like alter the you know Chromatic structure of what you're looking at or like fractalize your your vision like a psych, psychedelics or something like that Like I would pay for those experiences in mixed reality, you know So I think there's gonna be a ton of incredible innovations just because you can build these layers now um, There's another thing that this reminds me of another thing from my childhood like I grew up in Boston and there was a walking tour of boston and you basically follow this red line and it takes you through all these historic um locations and i i really do love the implications of uh what you're building for things like tourism and uh museums and stuff like that like you know when you go to a museum and you um you put like the headphones on and they kind of give you this this audio tour of what you're looking at but with this technology i mean the experience of, of absorbing different cultures and, and histories and educational experiences, I think, is another profoundly interesting area. Have you guys been um, working on anything like that or, or ideating around those ideas?
1: Yeah. Um, you know, again, uh, the audio component of uh, what is possible when it comes to augmented reality um, is where we're seeing uh, a, a lot of uh, critical mass on the hardware side. So you know I think you you can't go anywhere now without people you know having some uh, earpods uh, uh, and or kind of you know listening to audio connected uh, to their to their you know mobile device. and so, Um, now that is, that is, you know, super mainstream, right. And and all, all we have is a locational component to kind of link that audio into super world. Um, and so again, uh, there's a, a, a ton of use cases around, you know, audio tours, education, entertainment, um, you know, again, around, uh, really, uh, providing audio contextual information on your surroundings, um there's a lot of content being created there and again as we're creating a platform that enables you know any content to be uploaded into Superworld um you know the features that are coming in our mobile app upgrade are one related to NFTs um but two related to non NFT content that can be added in locations seamlessly. And so audio is a big part of that. And so I think you're gonna see a number of uh, features uh, and potential um, for audio uh, to be easily added anywhere into the world. And then also we want to have spatial audio so you can communicate with people either virtually or physically in a location. So you could be sitting in Central Park and someone could virtually pop in there and you could talk to them uh, in Central Park if you're physically there and they're virtually visiting or vice versa.
0: That's, (laughs) my mind is swimming with ideas, of course. Um, That's amazing. How do you, uh, you, you spoke to this idea of kind of data sovereignty and I think that's really, really important um, in in Web three in general, and you know, to artists like myself who are very, you know, burnt out on the world of of Web two, where we kind of made this devil's bargain very early on. Like in two thousand eleven, it was very much worth it to uh, you know distribute our content for free, and we made this trade where we're like, okay, you can take all the data that you gather about us and sell it to the highest bidder. Because it's worth it for us to reach an audience that we did not have access to. But, you know, as a decade has passed, uh, one of the things I like to say on this podcast a lot is it's time for us to renegotiate our relationship with the Internet. So why is that? Why is data sovereignty a core value of SuperWorld and and how are you guys working to ensure that uh, the users are the ones who are controlling and profiting off their own data?
1: Yeah, you know, you know, I think that is, um, you know, as you said very aptly, the 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 promise and the reason why Web three is going to, you know, going to be the the foundations of of of, of where everyone, um, especially creators, uh, are going to really thrive. I think we're, you know, again enabling uh, anyone to create. Uh, a, 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 livelihood, uh, around their passions. And I think before, you know, as you said, uh, the platforms, uh, were extracting a lot of the value that was created there, um, for the ability for anyone to have that free distribution. Um, and, you know, now, uh, the platforms in web three are really composed of, Stakeholders um, who are owners of the platforms, and are are you know we're all building this community together. This, you know, in, in the in the and and as it regards to Superworld, you know, we call it Team Superworld because we're all building Superworld together. We all you know uh, can own land. We can all own NFTs. We can all have access to uh, the data that we own. And so, again, um, the, the, the importance for us in doing that is, you know, just the same reason why we decentralize, decentralized SuperWorld uh, as an NFT platform, you know, very early, three years ago. Um, and we're very early in doing that because we wanted to, to build a platform where everyone can become a stakeholder um, whether you own land, whether you're a creator, whether you're, you know, a user just passively, you know, kind of uh, viewing content, um, we want everyone in the ecosystem to benefit, um, because we all build the ecosystem, we want to be a very open metaverse Um as it comes to, you know, creating content, uh, sharing that content on other platforms, taking NFTs with you. So these are all parts of our vision. They always have been. I mean, certain things we kind of have to wait for, you know, some of the technology to catch up, especially on the blockchain side. Um, but for us, it's, it's definitely um, a very important part of kind of what we're building out. And we're again, tokenizing in Q4, and, you know, some of the aspects of, of that will, Kind of come to fruition in, in in that uh token and and the the functionality there and the mechanisms there in that token
0: great great answer I love that um i have a, 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 an interesting question i like you, as somebody who is so early to these ideas and um you know making big bets on the technology very early i mean three years ago four years ago when you started thinking about this stuff that's that's like in this timeline, that's like decades. It feels like. Um, I just am curious. Like, is what is what's happening with the adoption of NFTs? Um, it's been an amazing year for NFTs. I guess is my point. Did you expect this pace of adoption that we're seeing so far with these, you know, revenue numbers coming through for places like OpenSea and all these other um, platforms, and and so many artists being onboarded, and. Do you think that the experience of, you know, what we've been through over the past year with a lot of, you know, isolation and moving to digital spaces, did that accelerate the adoption of these technologies?
1: Yeah, you know, it, you know, when, when we got into the NFT space, you know, the really, the, the example that we, you know, really celebrated was CryptoKitties um, and, you know, Dapper Labs has done a really amazing job in terms of their support of the ecosystem and what they've done. Um, but, you know, that was kind of the, the way that I talked about, um, what we were doing at SuperWorld and, um, you know, a lot of the people I talked to, um, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't really, uh, comprehensible, um, at that point, um, to them, even, even if they were in the, in the blockchain space and to a large degree as well, um, um, you know, ICOs were big and ERC-20. Uh, utility tokens, people kind of had were getting head, heads around that kind of stuff, but it, it you know, NFTs were still a pretty relatively new concept. Um, and you know, uh, to your question, um, this year is is again been a very tremendous year. And I think the the really cool thing is is that it, it you know NFTs became really cool. <laughs> like I never expected that to happen. Where you know the, 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 you know, the most uh, trending artists uh, in whatever genre were creating NFTs or wanted to create NFTs or wanted to, you know, kind of get into Web3. And I think that's very positive um, for, you know, per your previous question about becoming stakeholders and, and kind of rewriting the contract here um, with platforms. And so, again, I'm, I, I'm so excited that that happened didn't expect it to happen that quickly. Um, and it, it did happen pretty, you know, tremendously fast, um, in, in just months, it just kind of boomed. And, um, and, and so that was great. And I, and I think that, you know, as, um, we continue down this journey, we're still very early here. And I, and, you know, I think that again, uh, the way that I thought about it and we thought about it at Superworld is the the foundational elements of the the technology is what's important. Um, And I think that is going to really prevail as more use cases uh, come on board, as more utility is demonstrated uh, in these NFTs and the functionality, uh, uh, the use cases, the user experience, all of these things improve um, you know, foundationally, the technology is going to be the backbone of this. And hopefully, you know, the, the word NFT is is going to disappear. And you're just going to, you know, have the experience and all have all the positive attributes of that user experience. And that's kind of what we're focused on is, you know, again, how can we apply this to your real life? How can we create a better life for you, enhance your life using these technologies? and and again i think that is when it's going to become even even more powerful when it's so seamless frictionless you don't have to even think about the blockchain
0: yeah i love that and yeah it's it's amazing it's i've as an artist who got into nfts about a year ago I, i'm just in awe every day at, like, like every day new records are broken and, and new incredible technologies and use cases come out um i'd love you to just quickly share a bit like how does the average person, you know, listening right now, how do they get involved with what you guys are up to at, at SuperWorld? Like, what's the best way for them to get onboarded, to look at to look at plots, to, to look at the different uses of this technology? Where should they start?
1: Yeah. You know, so first of all, you know, I always say that SuperWorld is not just a technology, we're a movement. And the movement is all about how do we all come together to build a better world? How do we... Come together for artists to create our art and share our art to tell our stories to you know educate to entertain to to teach right that's all we all want to do in different ways. Everyone has a passion. Everyone you know we have a very close investment partner who has a thesis called the Passionware thesis, which is which is what I really love. Um, Very well explained, and and that thesis is all about how you know as as we're all moving. Um, and, and, and kind of working as our own business people, our own creators, our own influencers, and you're kind of going direct to consumer, um, you know, ultimately you can do what you love. And so again, SuperWorld is on a mission to empower people to do what they love and to build a better world. And so again, I want to say first and foremost, we kind of all build it together. And so if you're passionate about what we're doing, if you're passionate about what you're hearing and you want to get involved, just email us, outreach at superworldapp.com. Come to our website, superworldapp.com. You know, I always say everyone has a special place. So if you understand the mission of what we're trying to do, and you understand kind of the long term vision, and you want to come and, and own places in the world. You know, we're moving to the Internet of Places, and you know, everyone has a special place. So one one way you can get involved is uh, come to Superworld, find places in the world you love, and buy those as NFTs. Become a key stakeholder on the platform, and then again, um, you're part of Team Superworld. You're a super citizen, and then as well, um, you can come on board. Uh, even if you don't buy real estate and you can create NFTs on the platform. Again, you can put those NFTs in locations anywhere in places you own or places you don't own, and you can monetize NFTs that you're creating. Again, the idea here is that we want to uh, enable people wherever they create NFTs, if they create them on our platform and other platforms to share them in Superworld. But then again, if you're creating them on our platform, you can geo position them. And again, we're creating tools to make that very seamless experience with the mobile app. Um, and again, uh, you know, there's a variety of kind of uh, kind of feature differences that we'll, we'll be introducing uh, into our NFT salon. So right now, I, I would say the answers are, you know, uh, one, if you're just excited about it, email us, you know, tell us what you want to do, tell us what you want to build. Um, it definitely gives us ideas of what to build. We're always looking for people that are galvanized and interested in working with us. Um, buy some real estate, create NFTs. Um, you know, download our mobile app, uh, which is an open beta. Um, share content there, and again, um, you know, we're, we're all building together. So again, we're always open to feedback and always con- continuing to iterate. So we'd love to hear from the, from, you know, the community and, and build together.
0: Love that attitude. It does feel like we're in a space and I love that you keep using the word ecosystem. Cause that's something I I really describe this space as, as like, it, it really requires us all to be, you know, to focus on the health of like the forest that we're in. Um, because you know, no one's an Island in, in these interconnected worlds. And the more that, you know, back to the idea of all ships, all ships rise with the tide, like the more we can um, make sure that our community is strong, like the less we have to worry about our individual, you know, place within that community. We can kind of all build together in a in a beautiful digital symbiosis. And so I, I really love what you guys are up to.
1: We totally, yeah, we I totally love that. And that's uh, that's very important. You're very supportive of our community. We're supportive of the other virtual worlds. We're supportive of, you know, artists of, of uh, you know, anyone, re- regardless of where they're creating content, you know, we, we want to, we want to be a place where they can share and, and, and they can, you know, uh, uh, we can help uh, people thrive with their ideas and their stories and, and their art.
0: Yeah. I love that. And it's something that I feel like people don't think about enough is that just because the internet is the way it is now. It doesn't mean that we can't, you know, moving forward, we can't build better better technologies and keep iterating into better scenarios that are more equitable for people. I mean, if you just look at what's happening this week with Facebook, um, you know, basically this whistleblower is saying that they've actively ignored the damage that they're doing to people's mental health and society just in the name of profit. And I guess um, I wanted to ask, what, what do you think the response from the Web2 uh, juggernauts will be? I mean, we know that they're working on metaverse funds and, and different ideas. And, I, you know, Facebook bought Oculus and is really pouring a tremendous amount of resources into, into building their own metaverses and worlds. What, what have you seen so far from them? And, and you know, what do you expect uh, from these um, entrenched interests as we move forward?
1: Yeah, you know, I mean I th- I think that um again as the mainstream media companies, the hardware companies, software companies in the immersive computing space in general in 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 the centralized uh ecosystems understand uh what is happening whether you're talking about again uh media or even finance, education, you name it. Um you know, I think there's this web three momentum um, that you you clearly can can see and feel um from the gyrations of 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 the prices of cryptocurrencies um, as well as you know the 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 financial community uh, slowly increasing adoption of of crypto on an institutional level. um so you know again, I think that. Uh, a lot of the the, the 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 mainstream juggernauts, as you as you mean them, uh, are 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 slowly adopting crypto. Um, but as it comes to the metaverse space, um, I think you're now s- slowly seeing that adoption. With you know Facebook recently announcing they're a metaverse company, um, you know the word metaverse, um, similar to kind of what you saw with blockchain a few years ago. Um, uh, becoming more mainstream across, um, you know, uh, as a technology um, being utilized or being looked at um, by corporations in general. Um, you're now seeing the metaverse kind of being looked at it as a category, um, as a as a as a place that every company needs to have a metaverse strategy. Um, and, and so you add those two together, the decentralized strategy and the metaverse strategy, you add a lot more complexity to a company's, you know, uh, kind of, uh, product plans and, um, and, and how they're kind of marketing themselves. And, you know, I, I think that the, the mainstream incumbent technology companies, uh, many of them are, you know, uh, uh, you know, are, are sitting on on very big businesses. They're centralized, and for them to kind of take the leap and go decentralized uh, uh, is is hard for them to do um, as effectively as a native Web three metaverse focused, you know, company like like Superworld or others, and and so you know i i think that you know at superworld we're very open to partnering we're very open to to working with with platforms in general uh across the space um and you know again i think on the consumer side um again you know it's all about focusing on on the customers for us and 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 many of those customers are also realizing the benefits of 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 opening up a web3 wallet and transacting in a decentralized fashion. And so you're going to see a, a you know a movement there. Um, and it's going to be driven from the, from the, from the bottom up um, and from the top down uh, in different ways. And I think on the bottom-up side of it, um, with the adoption of of ARVR, with the adoption of cryptocurrency, you know these bigger corporations you know especially on the finance side are going to have to you know enable their customers to transact uh, using web3 and then in in terms of you know the metaverse side of it um whether it's you know how you characterize that as AR VR or, um, you know, th- these other kinds of uh, technologies that w- I think we, we comprise as the-, the metaverse as we think in SuperWorld as an example, it's kind of combination of a lot of things. Um, you know, I, I think that the top-down aspect coming from Facebook and others is is, is going to be very positive um, for us because I, I don't think that um, the-, the-, the bottom-up consumers um, are-, are going to, you know, Really stick around the centralized platforms uh, for too much longer because they realize the benefits of, you know, as you said at the very beginning, um, kind of renegotiating that contract with platforms. Uh, And once you realize, wow, you know what, I I don't need to give away all this content, I could create an NFT out of it and programmatically always monetize. And so, bottom up wise, I think you're going to see. Um, a lot of a lot of customers slowly and and then very quickly um start switching and then you're gonna see that that trend causing those bigger companies to to start adopting web three and other you know kind of more metaverse technologies to keep up.
0: I completely agree I think that was a an expert analysis of of where we're at um and yeah, I mean one thing that I'm noticing is that my cohort and group of creative friends we've never had so much fun on the internet as we are right now. And that kind of means that we're not going to go down without a fight. We're not going to, we're not going to lose this, this fun community and an environment just because, you know, somebody with a lot more money swoops in and and tries to do it their way. And it it might be a David and Goliath situation, but you know, we have the tools and we have the passion. And uh, I, I really, i am just so in awe of the level of creativity and innovation and the speed at which it's all kind of sweeping over us. And as somebody who's, I've made my living in web two, you know, on Instagram and, and platforms like that for nearly a decade now. And um, so I know that system in and out very, very well. And I know, I know the pitfalls and I know the problems. And, you know, I don't think Web3 is necessarily the perfect solution yet, but it's definitely a huge step in the right direction. So I'm so glad that you guys are building what you're building and, and creating that that better world for all uh, with everyone um, alongside you on the way. So I wanted to thank you for the time here. This has been a fascinating and uh, very stimulating conversation. I love what you guys are up to. I don't know if you have any last um, comments before we wrap up here, or you want to remind people how to get you know get involved? I I'd like to to ask the listeners please follow Superworld by by tapping that icon, um, and you know every little we're all in this together. Like that's really what the point of all ships is is is. If we can all just uh, give each other a little boost uh, in aggregate, that that's how the world has changed. And, and I love the mission that you guys are up to. And I think the world should definitely change toward, and trend towards that direction. So thank you for the time, Rish. And I, I'd love to do a round two as things develop You know, so fast in this space. I'm sure that even, even soon we could have a, a great second episode. So thank you for the time here. And uh, I don't know if there's anything else you want to say to this community of listeners.
1: Hey, thanks. You know, David, you know, I couldn't have said that any better. And, you know, again, it's, it's from people like yourself uh, and the people in this room and your audience really um, that inspires me. Um, you know, again, we, we built super world to empower people and empower, you know, humanity. And I think there's a big opportunity for us to all come together and you know, kind of make this happen. Um, I think the, the technology is 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 ripe. It's getting better and better. Um, there's uh, again uh, a real uh, awareness amongst people that there is the potential to become stakeholders in 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 Web three. And so, again, you know, I, I, I'm really excited by the passion. Um, again, for us, if if you're interested in what we're doing. Um, definitely, you know, Google SuperWorld or come to superworldapp.com. And we'd love to hear from you. If you want to write me directly, I'm at CEO at superworldapp.com. I'd love to hear from you. If you have feedback, if you want us to build something, uh, you can reach our team at outreach at superworldapp.com. We'd love for you to to jump on board um, and really appreciate all of your support. So thank you again.
0: Of course. And the pleasure is ours. Um, you guys are building the future. And and uh, I know personally, I want to help build that with you. And I'm, I'm sure a lot of our listeners do too. So, uh, Rish, thank you again. As a reminder, everybody, please follow SuperWorld, follow the journey. It's going to be amazing. And uh, yeah, r- reach out directly uh, to Rich too. I've done that in the past and we've had some really, really fascinating conversations. So take them up on that. Uh, thank you all, everybody. You can also, you know, Listen to the other episodes of this podcast by going to allships.co. Uh, help us share, help us share the accounts. Again, we're all building this, this exciting new world together and every little bit helps. Uh, so let's stick together, let's do cool things and, and let's, let's let the creativity thrive. Uh, and thank, thank you all, speak soon. Thank you so much to Rish and the Superworld team for taking the time to share what they're building. An amazing, infinitely layered world that has the potential to make our base reality even more beautiful than it already is. The implications of these advancements astound me, and I eagerly await further developments and emergent use cases for these technology layers. To keep up with all things SuperWorld, make sure to follow SuperWorld app on Twitter and visit SuperWorldApp.com. Thanks to the masterful musician Ollie Channon for our theme music. You can find him on all streaming services and at OllieChannon.com. You can find all things All Ships at allships.co. I'm Dave Krugman, and until next time, keep your creativity flowing.
1: A Shishkin Productions Podcast.